Hello and welcome back to How You Roll Podcast. Uh, we are approaching the finale of our Masks and Anathatap Peru playthrough and it's got very, very dark very, very quickly, at least for poor Danvids. We're going to do a very quick set of introductions, we're going to do a very quick recap and then we're going to get on with the show. Uh, my name is Joe Trier and I am playing the noted adventurer and archaeologist Sebastian Danvers, who, um, well, failed a few roles and things have gone very bad very, very quickly. Um, uh, Owen, um, welcome back to the show. Uh, who are you playing tonight and how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm loving lockdown. Developed a small drinking problem, <laughs> but other than that, flying it. <laughs> I'm playing Scott McNulty, uh, ex-sailor, man about town in Peru, just learning little ends. Nice. It, it's, <laughs> it's Sean McNulty, isn't it? Just uh, yeah, I, I said Scott. Sean. Not, not Scott, I understand yeah. said Sean. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Good Irish boy. Uh, Veronica, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? And how are you playing tonight? Hey, everyone. Uh, it is great to be back, and I'll be playing Tess again for however long this lasts. One more episode we've been promised by Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, you're acting like I've got any fucking control over this. <laughs> Scott, I feel very railroaded in this campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, too was, many rails I, I think you forced me to jump off that balcony early on yes yeah they felt I, I, I take full responsibility for that <laughs> peer <Sure>. pressure <laughs> and uh, Murph welcome back to the show how you doing and who are you playing tonight I'm doing well I am playing the version of Jackson Elias you never wanted to see who's <laughs> kind of a dick <laughs> And uh, our last player tonight, welcome back to Seth. How you doing? And how you playing tonight? I'm doing well. I'm uh, I'm playing Dwayne Kempa, grease monkey mechanic that cannot make a listen check to save his life. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, our train driver, the master of rails, welcome back to the show, Scott. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Maybe let us have at least one piece of free choice this next Yes, episode. yes, I'll see what I can do. But... Uh... Yeah, well, I mean, you you have at least reached a point in the game where you are constrained by geography, so I have some control. I, I I'll, I'll I'll make of it what I can. Fantastic! And uh, for anyone at home that may have forgotten some of the details, could you give us a bit of a, a recap? Sure. So last session you'd made it up to um, the edge of the ruins, uh, this pyramid that uh, Augustus Larkin had tried to lure you to for whatever purpose a long time ago and you had discovered is the home to some ancient monstrosity that had been held in apparently by some kind of uh, magical ward part of which you are lugging around with you. In an attempt to learn more about this Danvers had projected his mind using his burgeoning psychic abilities and had made contact with the entity in the centre of the pyramid, and has perhaps made a bit more contact than he really wanted to. And he is now in something of a fugue state, where half his mind is there under the pyramid with the father of maggots, and half of it is out, guiding the rest of you towards God only knows what. You have passed down from uh, the, the this area overlooking down to the actual ruins themselves. Uh, after exploring for them for a bit, you found a sort of chimney that dropped down into this tunnel network. Uh, you clambered down there, but not before leaving a rope that also went down into the charnel pit. 
so that you have another way out of here if needed, even if it does involve clambering through an awful lot of dead bodies. Before dropping down into the pit, Jackson Elias caught sight of something pale moving amongst the ruins. Down in the tunnels, however, you're clambering around on your hands and knees, and after mulling over which direction you've got to go in, you've headed towards what you think is the base of the pyramid. And uh, almost as soon as you got to that area, Danvers encountered what he thought initially was a bundle of rags, and then quickly realised was a mummified corpse. He tried to crawl past it, but the corpse turned out not to be quite as dead as it seemed at first, and has grabbed hold of his arm with a steely grip. Now, before we do anything else, I would like all of you to make sanity rolls, please. Because this this very obvious mummy is, is now surprisingly animated, and there does seem to be something pale and wriggling moving around inside its skull. Uh, fail, 72 versus 45. 78 versus 45. <laughs> 3 versus 86. Of course, Jackson makes it. Typical. Or 66, <laughs> sorry, But still. 39 versus 66. So is just Dwayne and Danvers who failed. So I shall very quickly roll your sand losses. Dwayne loses a single point of sanity. It's not that bad. Danvers loses another four. Oh, Christ. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I've lost 20 sanity in <laughs> Well, I, I think this then, you know, perhaps re-triggers your bout of madness, which, I mean, you were still within, but it's, it's escalated things a bit more. And you can see, as I said, this pale thing crawling around inside the skull. Um, but... You know what that is. You've seen the the father of maggots in all his glory. You've seen this whole entity that is built up of tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of these things just living in a colony together. And this one has has been separated from the father. You have to free it. You have to return it. It's, it's imprisoned here, isn't it? And this, is, this is an affront to the glory of the father of maggots. Oh, oh my God. I, I, I see it now. I, I see it. You're, you're so beautiful, aren't you? You tiny little... So at this stage, I'd like to shoot the thing <laughs> in the head. So you are specifically aiming for the head. Okay. Sure. Uh, then you will get a penalty for aiming for the head, but on the other hand, it's pretty much point-blank range, so that yeah. cancels out. So this is going to be... Okay. Uh, uh, you're using your 45 for this, <gasps> are you? A 45. I rolled a 12 versus an 80. That's an extreme success. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Okay, um, yeah, uh, this, the, uh, I won't get you to bother rolling damage because the minimum damage you do will just take care of this. So, yeah, as, as you are looking into these, these empty eye sockets at the, the wonder that is crawling around in between, in, 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 inside the skull, giving its life to this lifeless thing, bringing it back from, from the dead and waiting to be restored to, to its former glory... 
all of a sudden the skull just explodes and there's bits of, of white goo and bone fragments that splatter into Danvers's face as he's deafened by the noise. Oh, for God's sake! Why does this always happen to me? <laughs> I meant to be on holiday! <laughs> And he's just going to stamp his foot onto the ground. <laughs> like the rest of you, I mean, the, this is a forty-five that's just gone off in a fairly small tunnel. While the rest of you around, and you know, the, everyone else has just deafened. Your ears are ringing. Uh, the, you you can see just the uh, the white fat and goo and blood from from the bone fragments that have ripped his skin running down Damps's face. As he seems to be screaming something, but you can't make out the words. So I mean, your ears are just. Completely completely deafened i think damas is going to like fall to his knees and start like scraping through the <laughs> the the bloody effluence trying to find come here my beauty i'm sure you're still alive come i'm just going to look back at tess while moving the gun over to danvers like what's <laughs> going on with him? jesus um, christ man we might be losing somebody before we leave um I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull out like a, like an eyeball, but like you know the, the sort of the bit the the bright the bit that goes into the, the optic nerve, the optical nerve, and just hold it up again. Look, I think I found him. I think he's still alive. Come here and just like place him in my waistcoat um, pocket. You know where the, the little watch. No, goes. no. Jackson, I think you missed. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I do want to do an experiment though. Oh shit. Uh, so I've got this gold brick. Yeah. And I would like to see if I could take any of that wet matter and just touch it against the brick to see if there is any oh, yeah. effect. I have a theory. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, as soon as you do, as soon as you touch it to it, it does start, um, yeah, first of all, wriggling a little bit and then bubbling and fizzing uh, and, and finally just sort of evaporates away. There's some over there on... Danvers' face. See if it makes it go away as well. <laughs> um. Okay, that's interesting. We we could use it to purge the the goo and fat out of his eyes, and and you know, like um, <laughs> just, just the evil spirit within him. It can just be cleansed and bubbled and boiled out of him like that fat stuff was. He's safe inside my pocket. <laughs> I I reiterate that I'm happy we removed his weapons. I'm just saying that that boy definitely needs a cleansing. To be fair, I, right? uh, I mean, you have more experience with this, John. I mean, when should we have tied Ruthman's hands? That that's the question. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, a good point. <laughs> early, like real early. So we we tie his hands. I guess is that what we're saying? Look, we, we need to get out of here. We need to move on and figure out what's what's next. So, so as he's like crouching, trying to scoop up bits of worm matter, I'm going to slide past him and try and take point. I guess just so we can okay. keep moving. Okay, as you take point, you you see something up ahead, up on the wall, and it's yeah, it's a glint of gold on the wall just um yeah j just to your left and a little above head height as you're on your hands and knees so uh, to be clear we're still in this narrow oh, yeah. square shaft right yes. and so this 
glint of gold is in the ceiling above my head? Not not in the ceiling, in the wall. Just in the wall. Yeah, J- just above where your head is. Is it is it similar to like the a gold coin, or is it more like the thing that uh, Dwayne had? Well, it's a bit difficult to tell, and you realize that what's happened is that water must have been seeping down through this for some time, leaving limestone deposits. And you can, you know, you're seeing gaps, and you realize that under some of the limestone, that there is just gold in the walls here. So, Dwayne, Dwayne, and I, I just kind of pull at some of the brick there near that gold piece and see what comes down. Um, yeah, you have I mean, my absolute interest. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's not... You, you don't have to take the bricks away. I mean, like I say, it's a, an accretion of, of limestone over them, and as you start chipping away and peeling bits off, you can see underneath there is... Yeah, it, very much like that gold bar you have, just embedded this whole length of it in the wall. And... You, you realize it's probably been going the whole length since you went past the last junction. It's just until now it's been covered by limestone. That's a lot of gold. Is it just the ceiling, or is it... What about the... Or just the walls? No, like, all the whole It's just in the wall. Okay. Yeah, it, it seems to be like a single band of it. Uh, so it looks like perhaps this bar that you've got is a section... Of this band that's been ripped out. I got you. Okay. And it just, out of curiosity, the band in this tunnel that we're in looks complete. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit difficult to tell because, like I say, some of it is covered over with limestone. But you, you know, as you're you're going over the length of it and you're clearing some of it away, yeah, you don't see any obvious gaps. Okay. So then we'll, let's be on the lookout for this. Maybe this is where this brick goes and we can just stop it by putting it back or something. Um, real fast though, Scott, I really want to pay attention to those bricks compared to the one mm. that I have as far as, is, is are all the sides of the bricks identical or is there a particular side that's different that's facing out on this? Well, I mean, what do you have? I mean, that length of gold, it's not a brick. It looks like, you know, this, looking at what you've got there, it looks like there is this continuous band of gold that has been embedded in the wall. And that what you've got is probably a bit of it that's been torn out, pried out. Oh, okay. Um Okay, so I just want to get a good look of what this looks like complete. That way, when we get that brick in, I can try to replicate that. Is, yeah. uh, mm. You know, I don't want to put the word Make in. Make sure it's turned the right way or yeah, whatever. I, yeah, I just want to like, like yeah. get a good look at it and say, okay, if we're going to put this back, that I'm doing it right. Um, and then experiment two, Danvis, would you like to come here real <laughs> fast? <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Could you touch that for me? And Danvis will kind of like stumble over the the wall or the brick. The the gold part. No, no, it, it really hurt last time. I don't know what's wrong, but for some reason it's burning me. Danvers, can I have that little worm that you had? No, I'm keeping this safe. I think you should give it to me. And he'll reach into his pocket and pull it out and go, 
Oh, uh, yeah, of course you can have it. It's not a worm after all. It's just an eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, thank you, yeah, thank so you, Danvers. It, it does seem to be the mummified remains of a human eyeball and optic nerve. Does it have any of the, like, goop fat oh, yes. worm residue? I'm just going to lift that up to see if it steams or, you know, disintegrates. What, as you touch the, as you touch it against the, the bar on the ball? There's some yes. On the wall. Yeah. Yeah, you do, and, and it does fizzle and steam. And after a moment, there is this sort of rumble. You know, the ground shakes for a moment, like a gentle earthquake. Uh, and, and there's bits of debris and rock that fall from the ceiling down onto you. And then it just passes. And for a moment, you just sort of, from somewhere on the other side of this wall, hear this immense wet slopping sound. Oh. I make eye contact with everyone, but say nothing. <laughs> um. Okay, so uh, my next theory is if it's in the wall, if we try to hug that wall, it might surround whatever it is. And that might help us find where this brick needs to go. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's my theory. Well, certainly you can see that the, the tunnel that you're moving down, it does turn down towards the left, about 20 yards ahead of you. And you reckon that probably follows at least the rough contours of, of the pyramid you saw above ground. Okay. Or at least a larger version of it. Okay, well, uh, hey, uh, Jackson, you're leading the way. Okay. And if you so see we'll, any uh, mummies, just throw them against the brick. <laughs> throw them against the brick. Or shoot them, one or the other, right? Or, or shoot them. So we'll uh, continue down that direction. I, I'm assuming this band is... Uh, do we get the idea that this band is around something that's containing something within this wall beside us? Uh, well, I mean, it's certainly embedded into the wall. So, you know, it's, it seems to be sort of part of the structure of the wall that you're going around. If but that makes but sense. we did, yeah. We had the sensation that something was coming on the other side of that wall, right? Oh, I see. Right. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So then I'll go forward down this hole, looking for another. Depending if that band is on a right or a left, you know, I'll be determining which way I turn. Okay. Uh, yeah, it goes goes down to the left at the end. Uh, who who's in last place at the moment? I think Danvers in general is in last place, but <laughs> I don't know what the marching order is. I would probably be last because I wouldn't want McNulty because he doesn't have a weapon to be last. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh-huh. I'll be behind Jackson. <laughs> then Tess hears the sound of of movement of you know, maybe it's a rock fall. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's certainly the sound of yeah rocks falling or rocks hitting something behind you. Scott, I'm going to be really honest. I am on, I'm at a 10 here as far as anxiety goes. So I do not think that it's rocks. I'm going to turn around fully <laughs> anticipating to shoot the fuck out of something. Okay. Uh, so I'll and, sp- and yeah, spin around and look. As, as you spin around and flash the lights. Yeah. You, you just from the, the T junction that you came down in the first place, you just see a little bit of movement as something ducks back into 
the the tunnel that you came down, the tunnel that probably leads down towards the channel pit. Uh, hold up, y'all. We're getting we're getting followed here. Somebody's tagging along behind us. Probably that thing I saw up top. Mm-hmm. That was great when you were in last place, but now I'm at last place, so. <laughs> as fun and all this conversation is, maybe we just you know gotta move on and hurry up a bit, maybe. Let's just move on faster. Yeah. I, I say we, I we say we hurry. And, uh, we can't hurry. No, I can always hurry faster. <laughs> but oh damn um, is there any way that Tess could like scooch backwards uh sure I'll I, I'll I'll walk ass first just kind of <laughs> into just, the tunnel just, just crab walk <laughs> yes alright yeah I'll, I'll do my best to do that <laughs> so I'll be walking backwards okay then, then yes, you can do that. I mean, j- just to clarify, I mean the tunnel is about four foot wide, so I mean it's not you know comfortable for two of you to go side by side. But if you need to sort of pass each other by or anything like that, it is wide enough to do that. I'm just going to ask McNulty to like hold on to one of my belt loops, so you know I, I know if there's trouble from the front, or in my case from the back. But yeah, I mean, in in almost no time, particularly if you're scurrying a bit faster, right? Mean, you know that takes its toll. You are cutting up your hands and your knees a little bit in doing so because of all the sharp little bits of rock that are embedded in the silt. But you you do make better time scurrying towards the the far corner. Um, and yeah, once once you go around, obviously you've lost sight of the tunnel behind you. I have some work gloves. <laughs> Do you say that as we emerge from this tunnel? <laughs> yeah, about the time you're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at these knee pads that I packed. <laughs> Alright, so when we come out into this other junction here, is it a bigger room? Are we out of this short tunnel, or is it still a low ceiling? It's not a junction, Nate. You've basically just turned around the corner. You reckon okay. that you're probably following the outline of the pyramid at this stage. Right. Okay. So, is this looking ahead? Then is this another unimpeded yeah. corridor, straightforward? There's nothing laying like corpse-like in the floor or anything like that. There is a pile of dust in the center, which you realize as you look above is because there is a uh, another chimney that leads down here. Okay, and. Um, but the, the band along the wall looks intact on this board. Yeah, in fact, it looks much clearer on this side. There obviously hasn't been quite as much leakage, and it's, it's not as covered in limestone as the stuff that you saw in the first place. So we'll just continue through all the way, uh, you know, to the point where the dust is, and then be careful uh, nothing drops down <laughs> on top of us from this chimney, and then move past it to the next junction, or to the next turn. Yeah, I mean, as you move under the chimney, you can see up above. You can see stars up above. And you're fairly certain when you did your your lap around here before that this had a capstone on it. That's open. It was closed earlier. Just letting you know. And I'm just going to keep going forward. That's uh, that's it's real comforting. Uh, yep, yep. Hurry up, hurry up. Yep, definitely. 
Okay. And we'll get to the next corner. And yeah, I mean, as you're heading down towards the next corner, there is this god-awful smell. I mean, it's it's all smelled pretty horrible since you've been down here. There's been, you know, the smell of, of rotten corpses from the charnel pit. And there's been just this smell of rancid fat that's been in the air. And it's getting stronger. As you come up towards the corner, there's more flies buzzing around here. And... As you come round the corner, you can see why. That about five yards ahead of you, around the corner, there is... Well, the good news is there is that gap in the bar that you've been looking for. There, yeah, there is very obviously a damaged section of wall, there's a damaged section of the gold bar... There is also a crack in the wall here, and the ground has cracked and opened up at some stage underneath it. There is what you assume is probably a fairly large pit, or yeah, I mean, it's, it's at least 10 feet wide. It's impossible to tell how deep it is, though, because it is absolutely filled with liquid rancid fat that has leaked out through this hole in the wall. And, yeah, there are flies buzzing around there. There are maggots wriggling around the edges of it. And as you're looking at it, you can see ripples moving through the surface as something is moving within it. Fucking hell, Scott. Jesus. I guess we move on. Oh, fuck this. Um... So, now, is the pit directly under the gap in the bricks? Absolutely, yeah. Yes. And if if one was to go up to the pit and lean out to stick the thing back in the hole, could they do that? Or No. Oh. No. You, you, the, the only way to get there would be from pretty much the center of that pool of filth. Fuck this! And we don't, we don't have any conceptual idea of how deep that pool is, do we? Too no. deep. I mean, does it really matter? I mean, one foot, twelve foot. I'm not going in that. Um. Yeah, yeah, it does. It matters a lot, actually. How deep it is is a very important point. <laughs> I don't want to swim and, in it. And how far across does this pit look? Like uh, at, at least ten foot to the other side. Okay. Oh shit. So. If we created a human chain and then McNulty crawled along our backs, <laughs> um, it's like the human centipede version of Pulp Cthulhu. <laughs> um, I and and Danvers. I mean, now that you're near this crack and this this break in the wall, and yeah, you, you can you, you can feel the presence of the father of maggots so strongly now on the other side of this crack. He he is there, he's he's waiting for you, he's he's been calling to you all along, and he is there almost close enough for you to touch now. Danvers just starts like stepping slowly towards the pit. I I can see it now. He's in there. He wants me. Dwayne, hit him with the gold. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're about to have a look at the rabbits, George. Um, 
So. <laughs> um, so he is he is making his way towards this crack. So he's yeah he's he's walking towards the pit. Well, crawling. But sort of in a daze, sort of. Oh, uh, oh sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well. Then I would like to hold aloft my gold brick like a crucifix in a Dracula movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, And and just be like, Davis, stay back. Stay back there. Um, I I mean, does the holding the brick aloft have a difference? If not, he's going to carry on crawling forward. It's about to make a difference. Uh, Certainly, you know, uh, (laughs) having that brick in in proximity to you doesn't make you feel particularly good, particularly as the last couple of times you've touched it, it's burnt you. But on the other hand, you're not having to do the whole recording, covering your eyes and hissing thing. No, no, you don't. You just, you you don't understand. This is this is right. This is the way. Um, this is rightly messed up. <laughs> oh, God. On your, your thing there. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'll translate the audio very well. Though. No, it was um, very good. No, let's just burn them. Let's just clean the devil out of them. Um, you, no. you have just volunteered oh, wait, to hold Danvers back. Yeah. I, I have a rope. We could like we could tie this around his waist and just like keep track of him like a pet or something. Um, I say we let him go. Ooh. How? <laughs> I remember earlier when you were very opposed to murder and sacrifice. I, I am, but at this stage, maybe he can, you know, shore up the bottom of this pit long enough for one of us to step on top of him to put the brick in. I'm but also wondering if the brick might him back boil out with the rope. Oh, oh, let's do both. Yeah, let's try science. <laughs> I pull out my notebook to make notes as we do this. Um, okay. Now, now, Scott, so it looks like this mm. tunnel uh, kind of traces the edges of the pyramid. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, how long were those sides that we've taken? Sorry, how long is the... what they? they how long is the side? Like, if I wanted to go back so, all the way around the pyramid, how long would that take me? Oh, I see. Right, that possibly. I mean, it, because you're crawling on your hands and knees and having to be a bit careful. Ten, fifteen minutes, maybe. Okay. Uh, one option is we could try to attach a rope to either side, and crawl across this. Um, but I think there's. There's fat second vampires in the tunnels and possibly another one that's a lot closer, so I don't want to split up for this. Um, what, what, what exactly is it you want to, want to do, Danvers? And I guess maybe he's, he's at the edge of the pit and he's sort of looking down and he sort of looks up and goes, I, I, I just, I, I don't know, I just, hang on. There's something in there, and it's calling me, and it just—it feels right. I, th- I was about to jump in. I—I I don't know what's going on. Well, it's—it's it's, it's more than that. It's very strange. Well, what Danvers can feel is there in the pool of liquid in front of him. There are bits of of the father of maggots in there as well, and you can feel just this intuition that if you were to 
to reach down in there if you were to find one of them, if you were to bring it into yourself, then your connection with him would be perfect. So how how far down is the the pool of fat from the lip of the? Uh, just inches. I mean, it's it's all it's, oh, yeah, it's all the way up almost to the brim. Hang on, uh, he's in here. He's not just in there. And he points to the gap. He's in here. Look, I think I might be able to reach him uh, and bring I, him I up. I would like to in all his glory. Try to touch the brick to this fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, you touch the brick to the fat. I mean, the fat itself doesn't seem to respond. It just seems to be rancid fat. Oh, now now I've got a gross brick. Tie <laughs> a rope to the brick and throw it in the pit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit slippery now. Yeah. Um... I guess while while they're just sort of chatting, Danvers is going to thrust his arm into the fat and see if he can find one of these maggots. <laughs> okay, then yeah, I mean the the rest of you sort of hear this. Yeah, well, there's no spot hidden. I mean, he's just doing this in plain sight. I mean, Dwayne's right next to me, presumably. Like he's because we're it's only wide enough for two of us side by side. So he's yeah. shoulder to shoulder with Danvers, presumably. Yeah, sounds like it. So yeah, Danvers. I mean, just you know lightning fast just his hand splashes down into this pool of goo and you know, droplets of it splash up and uh, you know, almost as soon as he does so you can see the ripples moving quickly across the water as something is moving towards his I hand. will be grabbing Danvers and hauling his ass away from that pit <laughs> <laughs> no no look they're coming I can see him uh, well let's make this an opposed dex roll between between you and the thing and the uh, the, no, the fat. Don't ask me to roll. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm pointing the forty-five again. Oh my god! I Just actually generically at the pool a, and Danvers. A regular success. Well, you can't you can't see the pool. You oh, just okay. get to see Let's... us two knelt down. Then just uh, you. Then that's fine. Let me try its roll. And that is a regular success on its part as well. So, yeah, I mean, you you just managed to beat it. It probably has a much faster dex than me. It, it does, but I think as as you are the hero, I'll, I'll give you the tie there. So, yeah, you you haul Danvers back, his his arm up, you know, covered up to the elbow in filth. You haul him back, just as something breaks out of the water for a moment, and you, you can see from its shape that it is very much like those little globules that you saw, or that little globule that you saw uh, cut out of Professor Sanchez's body earlier. Oh, Jesus, these things. Okay, um, I'm just going to be hauling Danvers back. No, 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 I need it. He's, he's, he's coming to me. Okay. I think we should let McNulty, like, just knock this fucker out, I'm, man. I'm, yeah, just knock him out, just, Sean. That's, yeah. Sean, knock him out. I thought you'd never Non-lethal ask. Non-lethal damage. <laughs> I mean, I've been trying for a while, but, I, like, is this the best thing oh, to do, guys? So, so, actually, I, I mean, while all the, before we get to that, while all this kerfuffle has been going on with, with Danvers... McNulty, you know, there, you know, perhaps a little bit back. I he, a couple of times you've heard what you thought might be a whispering. 
And this time you can actually hear it very clearly. You can, you can hear Ruthven's voice calling to you. Yeah, just saying, McNulty, McNulty, have you forgotten everything? Have you turned your back on, on, on the glorious truths we found? Don't, don't you understand what you have here? This, what is inside here? This, this is the god we saw in the mirror. This is one of his faces. I mean, it, it, it I, I can see how it will be the god. I mean, things got a bit crazy back in Peru, and it might not have been the right thing to do. I mean, come on. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is part of the same franchise. Like, the franchise was, like, it was a fun idea and stuff, but... I mean, man, we, we made some terrible choices, and it was bad branding. Uh, by the is way, he, every, is he speaking every, out loud? I, I was, I was yeah, about to say, every, everyone else, everyone else, he absolutely is speaking out loud there, and you can hear his side of the conversation, talking about killing lots of people and so on. Like it was really bad for him. Like people, people died. Like lots of lots lots of people died. I mean, we, I just need to close out this whole <laughs> messed up Pishtaku situation, chasing us down and sucking fat out of me and my friends, and then I can look at relaunching the franchise. That's what I can think about doing. But for now, it just doesn't make sense. And I mean, you, you, where are you? Like, you're in my head. Are you dead? Like, not good <laughs> for branding. <laughs> Is. We need a new franchise name as well, I think. Something catchy. Get the, can- the Council of Lima, and it uh, um, determined that we needed to part with. There you go. Like, something. Scott, there's <laughs> the gold band on the wall. Yeah. Uh, since since I I have Danvers, is there any way I can try to press him into that? I'm I'm gonna burn the devil out of this no. boy. No, it'll hurt. Please, no. So 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 what? You you're basically just lifting him up and pressing him against the wall where that gold bar is. No, please, it really hurts. I am gonna burn the devil out of this boy. Okay. No, no. Then. Uh, I, I, th- I think, uh, give me a power roll for Danvers, then, to see how well this impromptu exorcism goes. <laughs> um, that's a 64 versus 60. That's a fail. Do I want to pass? I can spend four luck. I, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not going to require just an ordinary success here because you are trying to rid yourself of something a lot more powerful than you. So, I mean, for the moment, you know, you are holding Danvers' face against this and you can hear this sound like frying bacon as his face is pressed up <laughs> against the gold. Uh, as he is, he, he is, I assume, yeah, crying Smell out like, like that. <laughs> Please, no, it hurts. It hurts. I got, I got, I got one guy who's talking to a, a crazy ghost. I got another dude that wants this. <laughs> so you are carrying on holding his face to it. I'm gonna keep holding his face, saying. <laughs> okay. So, so we'll we'll say that the that? first round of this does a d6 of damage to Danvers as it's burning God. his face. <laughs> so that's that's four hit points of damage as you know Danvers's face is just burning like overcooked crackling. <laughs> oh, no. But on the bright side, you do now get to make another um, power roll. Okay, 
Let's see what we can do. Versus 60. I got a, I got a 50 die. <laughs> it, it's a pass. It needs to be a hard success. It's, you know, and you are, you are there. Your face is still against the wall. I mean, is, is it worth that many points of luck to you to pass, or are you just? So what? It, so it'd be like 29 luck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've got, yeah, I've got, I've got a 29 luck. I'll spend 29. Power of Christ compels you. <laughs> 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 so I got, I got, got brings me down to eighteen luck. <laughs> oh dear! And you do take another d6 damage. So that is so. You know, eventually Danvers sort of goes limp. The fight goes out of him, and the sizzling sound stops. But his face seems stuck to the gold, as if it's glued <gasps> there. Um, is he stuck? Is he stuck, Dwayne? Does, does anybody have like a spatula, some olive oil? <laughs> <laughs> just I would just, like to use he, first aid. <laughs> is he out? No, he's he's unconscious. No, no, no. Oh, no. then. Well, I'm assuming Danvers isn't just letting himself go because I mean you can feel that your your burnt face is stuck to this. I mean you could just let go and rip your rip it away, but that is going to hurt. Your your face looks like oh, a God. Nazi's hand oh, from an Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> How many? What was the damage the second time round? Only got the first one. I'll inflict that when your face gets ripped away. He says inflict with such joy. <laughs> so I'm just going to reach up as as he's kind of out of it still, where Dwayne is holding him up and just kind of pull back towards me so okay. that he's just pulled right off of it. Like, <laughs> like pulling you, off a Band-Aid. Got to do it fast. Then you do that, and, 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 and pretty much you know, half of the skin from the left hand, of his fa- left hand side of his face is just left stuck to the wall there. And yeah, underneath that is just this, you know, raw flesh, burnt, uh, just this pulsating, bleeding mass of flesh. There's still half of one of his eyelids up there. I I think it left a scar. I'm not going to lie. So you take another three points. Three. Oh God. Yeah. Poor. Does anybody have any aloe vera? It like some laudanum. <laughs> am I am I still indefinitely insane? I well, say. I mean, the good news is that does seem to have broken the connection that you had with the father of maggots. You you now feel like all of your consciousness is back inside your own head. It's not split between the two places anymore. I think Danvers is just gonna like very on on character. is just gonna throw up <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> all over all over uh, Jackson Elias and all over Dwight. Oh, oh, he's yeah, you know what? That, you know what? That does not make the corridor any more disgusting than it was. <laughs> so, so we we know that Danvers is a bad guy or possessed and is getting his face burnt, and we need to like complete this seal or ring. To lock down whatever's in here and keep it locked away, right? So, what, what does all this mean? Well, you, you you hear Ruthven's voice in your head says it means that you're our only hope now, Sean. Uh, look, day one we knew I was the only hope for the franchise. I I, I don't need you. Unless you have something <laughs> helpful to tell me right now, more than like vague, it's wishy washy, like vague answers doesn't really help me. I need some action. You were a man of action over in Lima when you jumped at that old lady. McNulty's talking to himself again. 
Okay. <laughs> what did what did he do to an old lady in Lima? We might need to do this one again. <laughs> Rufin, how do we, how do we stop this guy? How do we stop these? Like, I need some help here, some guidance. What what what's what are we saying? What what's what's the next big move for this franchise? Could you do me? Could you put your hand against that gold wall right there? Just. I mean, sure I can. I mean, just saw his face get burned off. There's an eyelid stuck to it. I'll do it the exact same as if you do it. How about we both put our hands on it? How's that sound? Um, sure, but I'm not putting my hand with as that piece of face still there. That's gross. <laughs> yeah, agreed. It is pretty disgusting. So, are we doing this? Yeah. One, two, three. I put my hand on the wall. Can with... you give me a pow roll for McNulty, please? Oh, no. So. Oh, just you. Just me. Oh, Lord. Guys. Okay, we're going to roll this. Let's see how that is. <laughs> yeah, it's a fail. There it goes. It's a fail. Okay. Then, as you hold your hand up against the... Can go- I push it? You can, yes. Okay. And uh, a pass. Yes, I got a pass. Okay. <laughs> then, Then yeah, as you, you press your hand up against the bar, it's just nice, cool gold. See? What are you worried about? There's no issue with me. There's no burning hand, no taking my skin off, losing a finger. I'm a good guy. I'm here to help you. I've got a franchise to sell. That's all that's okay. happening. So, I, I'm just going to sneak a little, like when nobody's looking, I'm just going to sneak up and touch the gold real quick just to <laughs> yeah. like satisfy my own curiosity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're fine. Just making sure weird shit happened. Okay, so... So, you've got... Uh, Danvers minus half his face sitting sopping on the ground you've got this pool of filth, you've got McNulty um, you know, who seems to be talking to you know, there's this voice in his head and you've got the steady drip 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 of fat from this crack in the wall Alright, let's, what, let's what do you do? Dwayne, let's, let's try and put the brick in, that's what we, we gotta it's, do it's that, so it seems like out, the next step it, When Danvers touched that, that fat there, was, there is something in there there is something horrible what if you lean out and I hold on to you and they hold on to me and we just kind of lean you out as far as you can and you just slide it in and then we pull you back. You never get the fat. I just want to say that that is not scientifically sound and y'all are going to fall in. Sounds like a great idea. Would you like to be the one leaning? I mean, um, no. Who, who's tallest? <laughs> and also, Dwayne is a mechanic who's used to repairing stuff. I mean, he, he, I mean you reckon that... Yeah, because of the way this gold bar is damaged. I mean, you're not just going to be able to slot it in. You're going to have to, uh, uh, you know, solder it in, weld it in, hammer it in, you know, something like that. You know, find some way of, of joining the edges up. Okay, so the first thing we got to do is put something down over this pit of fat or empty the pit of fat. Um, as Sean mentioned we could burn it. The problem is there's smoke and we're in a tunnel with not great ventilation. So... Um, I mean, is there any detritus around that we could use to slide across at all? Or how can no. I? How big was that stone that fell from the chimney? Uh, the capstone. It. I mean, when it was intact, it was about uh, four foot by four foot. Uh, I mean, it's broken a bit. Huh. Probably no. not down here. Is. No, I mean, the, 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 I mean the ground that you've, you, you know, the, the the landscape that you walked across to get there is all just grassland. I mean, it's been a long time since you've even seen a tree. 
And just to be clear again, the, the, the slot where the brick goes is how far out from the ledge? At least five foot. So have we determined whether this is a pool or a puddle? Uh, well, so Danvers, how far, Danvers, how far yeah, in did Danvers go? Down to yeah. his elbow? So I think we just need to stick something longer than that into it. I, I mean, because what if we could just throw backpacks and stuff in there to make a large enough hump to get up there? Uh, what about the weird moving monster in the pool of fat thing? Yeah, or we could lure we could lure up whatever is in there, kill that, and then wade into what I assume is just clean fat. Or just 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 hang Danvers right above it and just kind of stab them when they come up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we don't have any other ideas that are good other than trying to make like a human ladder that's also going, I guess, at like a forty-five degree incline. That's um, I wouldn't call this a good idea, but... Um, <laughs> no, neither would I. Uh idea. <laughs> Who's tallest? I, I think that was a, a good point that Veronica brought up. I am a size 55, which means I'm not... I'm not sure about the tallest idea. I'm not saying that just because I'm the tallest person. How tall is... <laughs> How tall is Danvers? I'm afraid it's me. I think I'm a size 65. I am also a size 65. Oh, and with, with, oh. with giants! Um, Dan, Dan was is, is 50. I thought he was quite big, but I guess not. No, yeah. he was always a little guy. I'm size 80, guys. <laughs> yeah, that, that's below average. Yeah. Size 80. All right, Sean, you're you're the guy. You're the guy. Hey, <laughs> uh, I'm the guy. Hooray. Well, there's a bunch of us. We're all... I'm pretty strong. I mean, I can... We'll hold you there. I'll hold onto your belt, and, and you lean out. So hang on, but this is this is only four foot high off the ground, so it's not like you can stand up high and then lean forward. Like you're already no, he's going to have to like shimmy and lean out on the wall to get out there. Oh, you're all full of ideas I, for your two guards hanging out over the pit of death. Yeah, Veronica's having an epiphany. I got it, y'all. <laughs> all right, so we're going to make a net with some rope that he can just lean back in and we will angle him out. So he's like, um, so he can like look up. I'm so glad that you thought about it. It's only four feet up. Um, so we can create like a safety net for oh. him to lean back into. We don't even have to do that. We could just tie a rope around his ass if it's that low and he could just like lean way the hell out and just slide it in. That way we so try and make a net. If he fails a roll, we want to be able to pull him back in. Why don't I just... You, 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 you tie a little harness. Yeah, let him lean out. We yeah. hold it. Yeah, yeah. Lean him, let don't, out. Don't tie the harness yeah. around his neck. That didn't work right last time I tried that. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll even put another piece of rope around your ankles so that we can pull you from that one if the first rope breaks for some reason. I'm actually, I'll do it because we might have to saw to this. And I'm not crazy. And I'll do it. <laughs> Who are you calling crazy? Oh, okay. So, Dwayne, here we go. And we'll we'll work up a little we'll sling on the end of a rope. Yep. Okay. Do any of you have any skills that you think would apply to tying decent knots? I I, I mean, I think McNulty has got you know, time on board uh, sea vessels. Do you have any professional skills relating to that? I, I have weird science. I can make a really weird knot. Um. <laughs> I've got, I've got a six. I mean, I have a sixty climb, and then I have oh, like yeah, survival climb. mountains twenty five percent. So I imagine between the two of those, I much, yeah. I must know how to tie a knot. Climb would be the perfect one. So 
Okay, I mean, McNulty is... Let, let's let's start him doing this before we roll to see how good the knots are. So, uh, you, you've, you've tied this makeshift harness from the rope around him. And, sorry, is it McNulty or... No, it's Dwayne. It's Dwayne who's doing this, isn't it? I'll do it. Right, it's Dwayne. So, you tie this makeshift harness around Dwayne, and Dwayne is leaning out over this pool of just unspeakable filth down below you and the smell that's coming off this thing as you're leaning over it is just indescribable and you are now that you know you are at this angle leaning over it you are all the more aware of just the things moving around under the surface but yeah mm. you, you had the the Let's length of, of gold how how are you attempting so you can see that yeah this a long time ago was just cut out of the wall very roughly very crudely yeah the the edges of the bar that you've got and the edges where it connects to are damaged so what is your what is your plan for trying to repair this or at least Um, well so uh among my equipment <clears throat> is a well, my mechanic toolkit, which might have a file or something, but also some carpentry tools. I'm going to first see if there's any way I can possibly uh, try to wedge it in and mallet it. And if there are mm. spots that are catching, like the metal bent, see if I can either bend it back or file it and then just mallet this thing in there. Perfect. Okay. Well, then this is going to be a good opportunity for you to do a mechanical repair roll. I think I'm going to actually ask for a hard one, because if you were just doing it under normal circumstances, it would be fine. But you're doing it at an awkward angle as you're shifting around, and you've got this rope biting into your chest as you're doing so. Your your movement is restricted, so it is going to have to be a hard mechanical repair. Okay. Then, um, let's see. My mechanical repair starts at 69. Then I have the pulp talent of handy, which can reduce the difficulty Ooh. or gain a bonus die for mechanical Perfect. repair. So would so that just make a straight it a, mechanical repair roll? Just yeah. straight one. Now, given the way my dice are working, it's not going to make a difference. But let's see. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes! <laughs> Good start. Good start. That is a sixteen. So it's a hard success. Uh, yes. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, you hammer this thing into place and, yeah, you file the edges, as you, you said, and you, you're hammering the edges until they, they connect. As you start doing so, the ground shakes again like it did before, but this time it is a hell of a lot more violent. And this would be a good time for us to see how well Jackson Elias tied that rope. Uh-oh. Um, what a climb roll! Then. So, I, yeah, and and again, I think because this is shaking around like hell, I want it to be a hard success. So my climb's at a sixty. So you need a thirty. A fifty. I will spend the twenty luck. <laughs> oh! I have it to spend. 
So for a moment, it feels almost like the rope's going to give and everything lurches. And for you know, just as you're hammering this into place, there is that, that vertiginous moment as Dwayne dips down towards the, uh, the, the fluid, but the knot holds and everyone manages to pull you back into place to finish hammering the rest in. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, Dwayne. I got you. <laughs> Uh, is is that actually a good place to leave this episode? Because I think there is going to be a short bit to wrap up uh, after this. So thank you so much, everyone, for playing, and thank you everyone at home for listening. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. Um, if you want to get in contact, if you want to get in contact with me, uh, my name is Jay Trey. You can find me on Twitter at HWR Podcast. Um, you can find me on the podcast Facebook page, Discord page, Reddit page. Um, I'm sure we've probably got other ways of contacting us, and and I guess anywhere you can find podcasts. Uh, Owen, uh, how can people get in contact with you? Anything you want to share or mention? Hi guys, as always you can get in contact with me on the Discord. The Discord, if you want to get a link to it, is on my Twitter, which is at HowWeRollOwn. Owen is E-O-G-H-A-N. And if you want to hang out and chat with me live, I stream over on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash HowWeRollOwn. Come say hi. Nice. Um, Veronica, uh, thank you again for playing. How can people get in touch with you? Anything you want to uh, share or plug? Yeah, absolutely. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at TypicalVeronica. Although that is an Animal Crossing Twitter for right now. So <laughs> <laughs> you have been warned. Uh, Murph, how can people get in touch with you? Anything you want to share, plug, or mention? Uh, you can find me over at the Miskatonic University podcast at mu-podcast.com or over on the Discord servers there and on Twitter at mu underscore podcast. Can I redo nice. mine? Uh, I forgot to plug my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Put Animal Crossing. Put Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah. You can tell where her brain is right now. Yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah. Please stay. Hey, everyone. Thanks. It was so great to play. You can find me on Twitter at Typical Veronica, or you can find me in the GM seat in Welcome to St. Paxton. Fantastic. And uh, Seth, <laughs> thank you again for playing. How can we uh, how can we find more of your work? And I think you want to plug or mention. Oh, thank you for having me. I am. Uh, you can find me at YouTube at my name, Seth Skorkowski, uh, or on Twitter at, uh, at S Skorkowski. Uh, if, you, if you can figure out how to spell my last name, you can find me all the other places that I am. Amazing. And uh, last, but by no means least, thank you so much, Scott. How can people find more of your work? Oh, thank you very much. So, uh, yes, the best place to find me is at blasphemoustomes.com, uh, which is the home of the Good Friends of Jackson Elias podcast, and it's got links there to uh, the work that I do and that my good friends uh, uh, Matt Sanderson and Paul Fricker do. Uh, alternatively, if you want to try to find me on Twitter, I'll offer the same caveats about spelling my name, uh, but I am S. Dorwood on Twitter. <laughs> 